Well, hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Crystal Sparks, and my goal of this podcast is to help grow your faith and to help equip you to accomplish your dreams and your goals. Hey, before I get into today's content, I want to let you know about an event coming up called Sisterhood. And we actually have two nights for you to choose from. Uh, Sisterhood is a gathering that we do at our church. And once a year, we get together as women and encourage each other and just uh, come around the word. And this year, I have a friend of mine, Jessica Amsler, coming in to join us. And each night will be identical in their experience, whether you choose Thursday night or Friday night. Um, It's just whatever works best for your schedule. We have three different ticket options. We have a free option available early access, which is the VIP um, ticket level. And then we have an all access, which gets you access early that evening. But also you can then attend a workshop that I'm doing on Friday. And I really believe that this is going to help you in so many ways. And so go on to the link down below in the show notes. You can follow along, get your ticket for you and a friend. And I cannot wait to see you on March 24th and 25th. Well, hey, I wanted to share this with you. Um, This is something I did for our staff at a staff chapel um, actually today, and I was hoping that it would add value um, to your life. We're going to be in Luke chapter 15, uh, verses 22 through 32, and this is the story of the prodigal son. The prodigal son uh, has just come back to the father's house, and the Bible tells us in verse 22, it says, But the father said to his servants, Bring out the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand hand and sandals on his feet and bring the fatty calf here and kill it and let us eat and be merry for this son was dead and is alive again he was lost and is found and they began to be merry now his older son was in the field and he came and draw, drew near to the house he heard the music and dancing so he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant And he said to him, Your brother has come, and because he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. But he was angry and would not go in. Therefore his father came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years I have been serving you. I never transgressed your commandment at any time, and yet you never gave me a young goat that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this son of yours came, who has devoured your livelihood with harlots, you killed the fatted calf for him. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad, for your brother was dead and is alive again, and was lost and is found. You know, I think there's a few things I want you, we could go with this content, but the main thing I want you to ask yourself as we begin is, am I the older brother? The younger brother was the one that had asked for his inheritance early from the father, and the Bible tells us he went out and spent it on uh, that inheritance on prodigal living. But the older brother, I don't think is mentioned often, but I think there's a few things that we could learn from him. Number one, um, that God wants us to live our lives being generous with grace being generous with grace. Uh, Whenever Brian and I led as youth pastors and associate pastors for his dad, um, one of the things that he taught us is to allow the people that we're leading to be able to fail and recover. 
uh, in verse 30 here in this text, it says, But as soon as the son of yours came, who has devoured your livelihood with harlots, you killed the fatted calf for him. In other words, he wanted uh, his brother to be known by his failures and not that he had come back. I often ask myself when I'm reading the story of the prodigal son in Luke 15, how many years was the prodigal son the faithful son? And I think so often um, our tendency as leaders, as people, is that we define people by one bad season that they walk through. And I think for all of us, we need to be able to see uh, through the eyes of grace whenever we're dealing with people and not define them by a bad season or something that they went through or a mistake or a failure. I think about this whenever it comes to uh, leading and to uh, whether no matter who you're leading in your family or in your workplace, about whenever my kids were learning how to ride a bike, um, they would fall down. And the fact that they fell down didn't mean that they weren't qualified to ever ride a bike. What we would do is we would pick them up, we would uh, come alongside them, we would encourage them, and we would get them going again. And the Holy Spirit in our lives does that very thing. He comes alongside us, He picks us up, He encourages us, and He gets us going again. And I think all of our goals as leaders should be just that. We should be the kind of people that when people fail, that we come alongside them, we help pick them up, we encourage them by reminding them who they are, and we get them going again. The sad thing about the older brother in this text is he didn't want the younger brother to ever recover. He wanted that season to be how he was then defined in his position in the family, that it would always be framed around that. The next question I have for you under us being generous with grace is, do you exaggerate the wrongs done? Uh, here in this text, he says in verse 30 that your son of yours who has devoured your livelihood with harlots, you killed the fatted calf for him. And what I think is interesting is the Bible makes no mention of him using any of his inheritance on prostitutes. But yet the older brother makes this accusation. Uh, Brian, my husband, he said after I got done teaching this, and it's so true, he said the reason why the older brother made that accusation is because that was what was in his heart. His heart was that if I ever left my father's house and I could spend my money doing whatever I want, that's what I would go do. And I think a lot of us, if we're not careful, we'll begin to exaggerate the wrongs done to us. We begin to look at people with critical eyes, and we begin to see their failures, and we make it into everything is global and it's permanent. Instead of just seeing the wrongs that were done, we begin to exaggerate what has happened. The next thing is, is are you keeping the standard that you're trying to impose on other people? In verse 29, he says, Lo, these many years I have been serving you, and I never transgressed your commandment at any time. And I think about this, and it makes me laugh because here he is saying that he's never one time done anything wrong to his father. He's never one time uh, disobeyed. He's never one time had a misstep. And how many of you guys know, like, you may be a really good son, but nobody's perfect. And I think for all of us is to ask the question is, are we generous with grace? Before we're critical of somebody else's failure, before we're critical of somebody else's mistake, we need to ask ourselves, am I living up to the standard that I'm trying to impose on them? Uh, one of the things Brian's dad used to always do with us is before we brought correction to a team member or somebody that we were leading, he always asked us to put the question back on ourselves. 
if we're getting on to somebody that they're not being timely in their job or in their performance, we need to ask ourselves first, am I modeling what it looks like to be on time? Before we get on to somebody that they're not being excellent in their job performance, we need to ask ourselves, am I doing the best that I can? And I think what's interesting here is that this uh, this older brother forgot that he too has made mistakes. He too has needed grace extended to him. He too has fallen short. And in this moment, he made himself as though he is perfect and everybody else is flawed. If you get to a place where you're seeing everybody with a critical heart, um, it's time to pause and ask ourselves, are we being generous with grace? The next thing I think we can learn from the story is, are we being generous with our time? Are we being generous with our time? In verse 29, he says, So he answered and said to his father, Yet lo, these many years I have been serving you. You know, I think the whole thing about serving means this, is that I'm doing it for no return. The true definition of serving is that I'm doing it with a heart that if I never got compensated, if I never got recognized, if I never received a reward, I would do it anyways. And if we're doing it uh, with a motive of being rewarded or recognized, then we're really not serving. We're just, we're just performing. Or you're doing a transactional agreement. And here he tried to sound noble in his approach these many years as though he's been keeping score of everything that he's done for somebody. And I know that for me in my life, God always wants me to check my heart before I serve somebody, before I do something. Am I doing it with pure motives or am I doing it to be seen? And if I'm doing it to be seen or to be rewarded, then it's not serving. It's actually manipulation. And you see here that the older brother's heart is shown by how he's been keeping score of what he's done for the father. In Psalm 84, verse 10, it says, Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. And I think this needs to be the kind of heart that we have towards the things God asks us to do. That we're so happy that one day is like one day in God's will is better than a thousand days spent doing whatever I would want to do on my own agenda. And I think here he stopped being generous with his time. And you know you're stopped, you have stopped being generous with your time when your uh, get-tos become have-tos. You used to say, I get to read my Bible in the morning, and now you say, I have to read my Bible in the morning. You used to say, I get to serve at my local church, and now you say, I have to serve at my local church. I, I think for all of us, God wants us to be generous with our time, that we're not scorekeepers and we're not keeping a running log of what others have done for us or how others have recognized what we've done, but we have a heart of gratitude of, I get to do this, what an honor and a privilege it is. The last thing I think that we can learn from the older brother is to be generous with our celebration. Generous with our celebration. Um, it tells us that he heard the music and the dancing, and it made him upset. Uh, I think the indicator that we've gotten into having a critical heart and we've become the older brother is when joy makes us angry. When the sound of people laughing or having a good time doesn't spark within us an excitement or a celebration, we don't want to um, be excited around what they're excited about, but instead we get begin to criticize, we get frustrated, we get annoyed. And so I think this with the older brother, there was a party happening, but there was a choice to decide to opt into that party. The father had commanded that everybody celebrate. 
But as to, even though it was the Father's heart and the Father's desire for them all to celebrate, it was still a choice to enter into that. And I want to encourage you that the life that you have right now, that God wants you to enjoy it. No matter what season you're walking through, no matter what's happening in your life, there's something uh, that you can celebrate and there's something that you can be joyful about. Uh, maybe this is a better question for you. Does celebration of others spark jealousy within you? Um, there's been times and seasons in my life when I see other people getting recognized, other people being celebrated, other people getting promoted, and everybody's so excited. And within me, there's jealousy. Within me, there's frustration. And the truth is that that insecurity, right, there's, there's a scarcity and abundance mentality. Scarcity says if they get promoted, I won't be promoted. There's only enough promotion for one person. But abundance, right, comes out of a place of security that says the sign that they're getting promoted means that people are getting promoted. So there's enough for me and for them. And a lot of times when we're not able to celebrate other people's um, achievements or accomplishments, it's because we have a scarcity mindset. And even this, uh, the older brother says, you haven't even sacrificed a young goat. Keeping in mind, the father did a calf for the prodigal son. And he's saying even a lesser version of a goat. And what is that? That's a scarcity mindset. And the best way to um, break a spirit of jealousy or contention that you might have with somebody, or if you're walking in a place of insecurity, is whatever person you have a hard time celebrating their accomplishment, or maybe they received what you've been praying for, the best thing you can do, and this is what I found in my life, is to be open and vocal with your praise towards them. Like, be excited and say so. Like, say out loud out of your mouth how proud you are of them or how excited you are. And then the second thing is, is to give to celebrate their accomplishment. So maybe get them a gift card for a dinner at their favorite restaurant or mail them something nice that you know that they'll enjoy. In my own life, anytime that I see jealousy rise up in my life, it's the best cure for me to openly praise them with my words, right? Openly celebrate them to join the party with my words, but then also to be uh, sacrificial in my giving. And uh, so the next thing is that I want to ask you, being generous with your celebration, is what did you used to appreciate but now goes unnoticed? What did you used to appreciate now goes unnoticed? Here the prodigal son has come back, and the older brother has had access to everything the father has. He And I love even whenever the prodigal son, the Bible says that when he remembered the goodness of his father, he, he came home. And so meaning the older brother was living in the goodness of the father that entire time, the father's love, the father's provision, the father's protection. But in that, it's gone unnoticed. What used to be appreciated now goes unnoticed. What in your life used to be a miracle that now you just treat as common? You used to be so happy for the house that you lived in, and now you just treat it as common. You used to be so grateful for the car you drove, but now you just treat it as common. And I think for our lives, I don't want to be the older brother, right? So I need to be generous with my celebration. And the way I do that is I'm open in my gratitude with the Lord. I 
let the Lord know that I don't want to take anything for granted. Even today, whenever I was pulling up to our Caddo Mills campus, I was so grateful. I was like, God, I remember one year ago when we were getting ready, or I'm sorry, three years ago, when we were getting ready to go into this campus. We had been mobile for so many years, tearing down, setting up at a school, and we were so excited to get into this building. And as I drove up this morning, I I just prayed and asked the Lord, God, let every time I pull onto this campus parking lot be like the first time. Let every time uh, my heart be flooded with a sense of gratitude for all that you're doing. And so I want to ask you a question today. Are you the older brother? Uh, Have you allowed um, yourself to no longer be generous with grace, generous with your time, or generous with celebration? So, hey, that's all I have for you today on today's uh, podcast. If you will, do me a favor, uh, share this podcast with somebody who you think you will get value value out of this content. And if you haven't done so already, be sure and hit the subscribe button um, to my podcast wherever you're listening, um, so that way you never miss out anytime that we upload new content. And the link for the Sisterhood tickets are down below. I'd love to meet you uh, March 24th or 25th at Sisterhood. I know that we're going to have a great time, and I believe that God has a word for you.